This week on the Climbing the Summit podcast, we have my boy Nico Oliveira of the Easier Project on. This guy, he coaches, he facilitates for Olympic athletes. He coaches, he facilitates for musicians and people across the world. This guy is full of knowledge, full of information, and I know him from a course that we did a while back, Michael Neal's Super Coach Academy. Oh my gosh, you're going to love... I mean, love the opportunity to drop into a space of open clarity with my boy, Nico. Enjoy the podcast. And we'll catch you on the other side. You know, you know how it is when you first move to a place, you're like, oh, is it, how is it going to be? Are the people going to be all right? And, you know, you're thinking about those kind of things. And I got here and it was like, amazing, bro amazing nice 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 uh, for, uh, when did you when when did you move may 1st may 1st i just oh so you're very fresh yes 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 um you're i started good. doing uh something called the 75 hard challenge which is a workout program slash eating where you know you have to work out twice a day read 10 minutes uh take a progress picture uh, follow a diet and um there's something else in there but what was cool about it is i was like all right well there's the mountains i've always loved hiking i'm gonna start hiking or else we call you know how you know the things that we learned man it's like is it your thinking or is it really re what's going on and so for a long time i was telling myself i'm not gonna move or i was telling myself the reason why I'm not stepping up, the reason why I'm not speaking to more people is because of the area that I'm in, the reason just not being brought alive to life. Um, but then now that we've moved and we're here and I'm talking to people, like whether it's at the top of a mountain or just walking down the street, I'm like, yeah. Like sometimes people say things and it's just talk. But for me, it was like, no, I've been preparing myself for this eventuality so it's pretty cool man it's pretty cool <laughs> i love it and how, how is the family i'm an amazing uh, actually gonna actually plan to we tried uh, karate or taekwondo for the first time for my son and um he loved it the first time he loved like so they had a private lesson the first time he loved it second time he went in they did the class and he he enjoyed it. And then we watched the next class. And I think somewhere in there he got tired and he was watching. He's like, I don't want to go no more. So um the wife was like reminding me that we're in a new place, a new space. Everything is new. He's never done that before. So give him a little time to ease himself into that. So uh family life has been very interesting. Wife loves it, kids running around you would think they have way more space so we have an upstairs and downstairs now we're like y'all can have the whole downstairs it's all y'all's and uh they do not go down there bro they're like we want to be up here with y'all <laughs> that makes sense too <laughs> yeah but yeah no thanks <laughs> how's your family man we're good we have a new addition we're we have a five months old yeah. Oh, what's your five-month-old name? Lucas. Lucas. So that makes three, right? No, two kids and two, two grown-ups. Or four kids, I don't know. Okay, so you have, how, you have four kids? Uh, so it's a, we have two kids. One uh, eight-and-a-half-year-old. Uh-huh. And his name is Aiden. And uh, Lucas, who just arrived five months ago. Oh, for some reason, I thought you had two already. But, uh, well, but it, 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 the, the, I mean, Aiden is, it counts as two. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long so, time since we talked, man. <laughs> and um, I mean, but I, I think we spoke in, in the meantime, but like I also uh, moved to the, to, to the mountain, but three years ago, I think we did speak. Yeah. Uh, we spoke about that. Yeah. I remember you were feeling very alive and very um, ready for life, really. Yeah, and, and we're still here, and uh, it's gorgeous. I I don't know how long we just. It's just I have no reason to think that we're gonna move. But at the same time, if I look at 
my past, you know, I've been like three, four years in Milan, three, four years in Dublin, three, four years in Amsterdam. So it, it, it's statistically unlikely that we're going to be here. <laughs> but, but for now, we're here, we're enjoying and we have no reason to to change. So, yeah, no, family life is great. Like, um, my wife had a little bit of a hard time after, like physically, there have been a little bit of uh, problems during the birth. Mm-hmm. And so she's still five months later. She's still recovering. That's kind of like uh, unfortunate for her. And uh, but besides that, the 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 little baby is healthy. And the big one is uh, very is more more loving than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> the little one and. Uh, so that that's sweet, and the the baby is just I don't know how to describe. It. Like you know, he, he looks at us and he smiles and he's it's cute, right? And he looks at other people. But when the brother shows up, he's like completely like attracted and fascinated. And his favorite place in the world, even when the brother is at school, if I put him on his brother's bed. He's like, <laughs> it's just like I don't know, but it's really, really cool. To, it's just, it's easier. I don't, I don't even know because it's five months. So I don't think he's thinking any of that. But just somehow it has a natural attraction for his brother, and I think it's, uh, it's, good. and the brother likes it. Yeah, but, hey, that you have to like enjoy that and to. Uh think hey maybe i'm not gonna get any help here but then to see that not only you're gonna get some help but it's a loving embrace and that we all have that same like thing within us if um we're put in the right place right time right space so that's awesome so i was gonna ask how the how you and the wife are handling you know a new five-month-year-old but because i know you're always out traveling you got your full-time doing things and yeah, yeah. Well, look, thankfully, okay. Well, you know, fairness. I think towards the end of last year, I I had to slow down a lot of the things we was working on because she was in she was in a lot of pain and right before and right after, and so uh, I I was definitely needed and uh, and I was happy to to have. I still am, as you know, my my job allows me to work online uh most of the time like I, I do travel we do go and see this team or that team or that player but but the good news is that if i don't want to i can do it online yeah so in that respect i'm i'm here a lot and currently she's not she didn't start working yet again and uh, we're on, on that respect we're we're okay like uh, yeah. so far so good uh, it's just look honestly it's the only like little thing is the for this um, for her that she's not physically fully back and it, uh, you know you see someone you love that is uh, in pain it's not not fun but uh, but also she's really like uh, I, I love the spirit she's sharing with this and uh, yeah, so, step by step I, my heart goes out to you, man, because my wife had uh, preeclampsia, so mm-hmm. she was doing great, and then all of a sudden, heart rate was up, her blood pressure was out of control, and they were like, "Yo, we gotta rush you back here." So it was it was interesting. It's interesting being in that in the hospital room with a person you love, and you're 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 having giving birth to a new life, but seeing the person you love on the table and they're incoherent, really, they can't really, you know. And then to see the amount of stress, strain um, that's put on the body for women, especially um, just as a man, as a person, as the husband, as the father of the children, it's just like, you just want your whole family to be as happy and healthy as possible. And I'm willing to take whatever burden, whatever brunt there is in that regard, um, because the family is life. Um, And when you said that, you slowed down last year in order to, you know, be at the house more. 
like on one scale, like, bro, it's like, oh man, business, my goals and my dreams, my aspirations. But on another hand, it's like, isn't this what we're here for? <laughs> this family? Yeah, family. yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I am in that respect very, very blessed and aware of it because when I say slow down, it's like I, I slow down from slow. Mm. So I mean, it's not, it's not like, yeah, you know, because I was going, waking up at 6 a.m. and going working till 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. And then I had to slow down. I was like, thank God. I, I, be, I believe what you said for me. That's, you know, what they say is a bit of a cliche, but it's true. You know, you don't, uh, what was that? Live to work, but you work to live. Like, you know, there's no point, right? So, and with, with the work I do, which allows me to kind of pick my own times and and stuff like that. Uh, in general, I get to have a lot of family time. It's just that then there was even more need, even from like the house and and then my wife bring the kid here, bring the kid there, pick up, go to the hospital. So even the like for a few months, I, I literally had to just you know what, even those few those hours I would dedicate to work, I would be like you know for for now not. But uh, but no, I hear it, it's true. But, but I'm aware. <laughs> uh, it has been, you know, this, for me, it has been such a big thing because I, I was the opposite. Like, I always had my own businesses and things. So I, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, but, but I would always add one more hour. Right. And uh, the, that changed over the years, but what I remember last year, really at the beginning of last year, before the pregnancy, a couple of months before the pregnancy, it just occurred because I have diabetes. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, there's no, but, but and I'm not generalizing, for me, the way it shows up in my body and the thing, and how I, I know for a fact that if I do a classic eight plus work day, five, six days a week. It, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. I started making a It just, it, my body needs dif a different pace. For the longest time, I saw that as an obstacle. So I fought, I fought with myself. So it was more like, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to show your body that I can do it anyway. For some period, I tried to manage it. I was like, yeah, mm, okay, this sucks, but I can cope with it. And then somewhere, like, really, at the beginning of the year, sort of like, oh, you know, this is not another part of me, it's me. See, if I had, I don't know, if I, I don't speak Russian, but in, in no point it looks like a limitation. Like, yeah, well, if only I was able to speak Russian, I could get all these Russian clients and all this. It's just I don't speak Russian, so I base what I do on the fact that I currently don't speak Russian. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or you know, I'm I'm a man, I'm not a woman, so well, I, there's no, it doesn't occur to me because like, well, that's just it is what it is. It's it's part of who I am right now. But the diabetes, the health, always looked like no, that's not part of me. That's something else that is being attacking me and becoming an obstacle to what I want. The, the moment I saw that, like, oh, it's just part of me. So I take this into account just like anything else. And it's not true that then I cannot have a business or I cannot have a life that I love. And so new ideas started to come. And I saw it all completely different. So then how the work week got scheduled, all of these things suddenly changed. I was, was very... Big and then when my wife asked me, "Do you think we should we can have another kid?" That was one of my biggest fears. Like I found this revelation where now I am really thriving in my body. The pace is right, and I was sort of like terrified to like, yeah. But if you add the baby in the mix, gonna go back there. And so for a couple of weeks, I was like, I don't know. I just I, I told her I don't know. And then I also realized, oh, I'm making it up. I have no idea what's going on. Like, I'm making up the, with the baby. I, I won't be able to listen to my body. 
I was like, oh, I don't know anyway. So, and as soon as I saw that, it was the area we were in bed. I told him, like, yeah, let's do it. And my mom, she was like, what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, I surprised my, it was such an obvious, the moment all these stories dropped, it was so obvious. It was like, oh, yeah. And she was like, yeah, but what about this? What about that? Like, yeah, well, we, I don't know. But we don't know anyway, so we might as well do what we want, you know? That sounds like such a place of freedom, such a place of openness and such a place of like, I think the deep breath is a better description than my words can can kind of describe, right? I do wonder, like, you make it sound so easy, bro. And I, I understand the the principles. I understand where we're coming from. But for the people out here who have not, heard about the principles or anything like that. How come it sounds so easy? The answer that comes to me is not going to be the, the good one, you know, you're going to like. But for me, it's like, well, how come it looks? Because it is. I think what's cool for anyone is not like, oh, it's not easy because I'm cool. It's not easy because I figured someone was special or whatever. It's like, it's the e easiest thing in the world to be alive and do what occurs to us. And I get because for me, for the longest time, didn't look like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm not saying, oh, how could you not see it? Yeah. But, but, but it is. It's just I didn't know. I thought I had to make it easy. I had to make something inherently hard, and I had to develop the skills that would make it bearable or easy or whatever. Yeah. No, it turns out. It already is. Does it, does it make sense? How did you, like, when was that turning point? What did it feel like when it happened? Because last time we talked, I remember you telling a, a story about the Eiffel Tower. And it's always stuck with me, bro. Where you were like, do you sell tickets to the uh, the lift? Or do you tell, sell tickets to the view? And I, in my mind, I was like, yo, bro, I'm selling tickets to the view. And you were like, well, like... It, it could be a stormy day. It could be a windy day. It could be any kind of day. You don't know what a person is going to see. You don't know which direction they're going to look. And you were talking about, but if you sell tickets to the lift, if you show people how to raise their level of consciousness, they're going to have a different experience of life. And I remember you made it sound so easy then. And so uh, can you speak to that a little bit? You know what comes to mind when you're speaking, and I don't, I don't know if I'm speaking more to that, but this is what's coming to mind is that um, that part for me when I was sharing it was about something I saw about what's my job, right? And it was about like, okay, do I, am I responsible for you seeing what I want to see yeah, or not? Or, that, or is that something that's already built in you once you're up there? You know, once you took the lift, and it's not. And so, I what I've been seeing recently that has been very profoundly interesting about the idea of what's my job, what's our job as people is that it's looking more and more to me. And this is very in the making, and so I don't have a lot of words for it. it might be messy and confused, but it's really looking more and more to me like any job is redundant yeah yeah speak to that any job is redundant and when i say job i mean any imposed action whether it's from ourselves well like what's my job to do this or it's your job to do that right like because when let's let's say you know we've been talking about families and you know and kids so i think a cool way of seeing it is in parenting i don't know if this is your experience but in my experience, anytime I think I need my kid to behave a certain way, right? And I make it my job to give him the job. I don't know. It's like clean up your room, whatever it is. There are two possible outcomes. One, in the case of my kid, very likely, it just sort of like doesn't do it, you know? <laughs> Or two, if I'm particularly convincing, it does. But it does grudgingly. It doesn't. 
it brings to whatever it is, to cleaning the room, to doing the homework, whatever, it, it, it brings willpower and a negative feeling more often than not. When and in any area where I caught myself, I'm like, oh, I wasn't trusting him. Because that's it. We use jobs when we don't have trust. Right? So, oh, I wasn't trusting. And anytime I'm like, oh, no, but he, he, he knows. Leave it space. So far, he always, in his own time, Found it in himself to care for his room, to care for him, whatever it is. But when he did it from that place, it was incredible because it was his energy. It was out of love, out of what, something that he wanted to do. He did it better and was easier. Yeah. We do that with ourselves. So think about it. I am convinced, at least this is for me and anyone I work with, is like, Think of all the jobs you give yourself. You know, anything that you're reminding yourself right now. Anything you're like, okay, yeah, you know, but I really have to make sure that I make enough calls. Otherwise, I'm not going to get clients. You know, I'm going to put 50 people there. It's there because you don't trust that without that, you would do it. Or you would do what's right for you and your business. So let me make sure. Now, this is very... It's like a week old, okay? <laughs> it's like so. The freshness that you're bringing to it has a feeling to it. And, you know, listening to Michael, listen to Elsie, listening to all the those mentors, they talk about Sid Banks. Find the feeling. And the people who are meant to hurt the message will hear the message. And when you were just speaking about um, our children and how jobs sometimes are redundant. I was thinking about that myself um, with my significant other, right? It's like, I have several um, YouTube videos spanning probably about three or four years that talk about my wife and burnt toast. So there was one time where my wife burnt some toast and I was just livid, bro. I was like, how could you possibly burn some toast? <clears throat> this is back closer to our... Uh, Super Coach Academy days, right? And then like seeing how crazy it was for me to get upset with her about some toast. Um, and then it was a a year or two later, she did the same, like she burned something different, some popcorn. I don't know what it was. And you can go back and watch the video if you're out there. <laughs> and, uh, I walked outside and I wasn't upset. I, I, I was still upset. But I didn't display that upsetness towards her. I walked outside. I was like, ah. I called a friend. Me and the friends are talking. Me and the friend are talking. You know anything about the Matrix? Yes, I do. Yeah. So uh, you know, you know Jason Depp. De Jason Depp, and he was in our yeah, class. Yeah. Me and him, we talk all the time. His thing is the Matrix, and we were talking about computer systems. And he's like, anytime you get upset with yourself about something you did you're slowing down the update that's inevitably that inevitably happens when we notice so we're outside i'm doing that i'm kind of calmer than i ever been before maybe two years goes by she didn't burn nothing it was a day not very long ago bro and she put some eggs on the burner and she walked away she was gone and i felt this thought go, is she going to burn some eggs? And that thought led me to go take care of the eggs. So it's, so like, it's fascinating how day one, we notice we don't see it. it we're, it's far above our heads. And this is, in I think, in regards to our children, too. It's like, as they progress in age, as they progress in wisdom, as they see us do things, they have more channels unlocked to them. And so it just takes time and attention for some of these unlocks to happen. So that's why it's always fascinating for me to come back and interview and talk to you because like you would drop wisdom, like all kinds of like every time we talk, bro, last time we talked to you. <laughs> You were doing that. You were traveling. The you were traveling, and you're part of a music show, and you're doing that kind of thing. It's like 
you were you were spreading positivity in that way. And that's what I love is like, if you are a human being and you start yesterday or today or tomorrow, whatever day you want to start, certain things will start unlocking if you stop putting your foot on yourself, you know, stop putting your foot on your neck and all that other stuff. And so I really enjoy how, even though this is super fresh for you, the vibration that comes through when you talk about it. And especially, you know, my wheelhouse is parenting, bro. This That's where I find all the goodies, man. <laughs> so when you were talking about you got a five-month-year-old and it's like, oh, now we got new dynamics. We thought we had it all worked out. And that's what you said earlier is, is I had it all worked out within me and then we had a baby and now things are different. How does... How does this mountaintop, how does your personal summit, your your ultimate, mm-hmm. let me let me pause here. <laughs> I don't talk about goals as much anymore because of you. <laughs> I do think we have a, a sense of direction, right? So I, I don't know, that's not a goal, but if you ask me, oh, what would be cool? Where are you going? Like, there are answers to that question, you know? And knowing that, what you find as you move in that direction is, is possibly much bigger than what you can imagine now, then doesn't make you waste as much energy in tra- trying to detail, like, you know, to go really into the detail of the whole, every step and where and how and what is going to look. And is it smart or is it not smart as I go? Like, you know, because you're like, I, I don't know, but something is telling me I, I want to go there. And, and currently, you know, professionally is, uh, me and my, you know, my colleague, we have this sense that performance could be such a natural and wonderful, um, kind of like a stage for bringing basically what we just discussed easily to the world. Because I'm thinking, you know, we know, right? you and I, we know, we heard stories in our workshops and courses and whatever and all the people around us of incredible things happening in prisons in you know whatever in, in most mostly in business that's really our like i think 80 percent you know or individual people that like had their struggle and they found a lot of um, help in in looking in this direction but all of this is in a way is invisible so even if you work with a ceo of and the biggest company you can think of, you and the CEO will know that and the employees will feel it, but that's, you know what I mean? Like it's still behind closed doors. And uh, our sense, my sense is that imagine, you know, and I look into football, like uh, soccer, being the biggest sport in, 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 uh, in the world, but in general, any sport, like it's seen by yesterday was this a big game here. There were like hundreds of millions of people connected, 80,000 in the stadium, two million people tried to look for the ticket. Like it's a massive thing. And this was a semifinal. Okay. So imagine then the final, okay, of the Champions League. And everyone talks about it. And it's, there were uh, shows before, for days before, and there were shows after talking about it. So imagine if the actors of this, the 22 players, you know, 11 and 11 of the two teams and the coaches and the people. Imagine everyone coming from their best, coming from love, coming from that incredible life. Here's my guess. One, games would be incredible because, man, it would be every single athlete would be in the zone. Can you imagine the freaking level of play that would be outstanding? And two, what you were saying, you're like, oh, you know, regardless of what you're saying, I can feel the energy behind what you're saying. So, but the 80,000 people in the city will feel that. And then these players will do interviews and the people, it's so, it's so visible. And in our culture, we are all looking at performance. It's not just sport, right? Like anything. It's like, how do I perform? And there's such a, so many um, wrong, you know, misunderstandings over there about like, yeah, no pain, no gain. No, you got to do it. Imagine the power if we change 
football or sports, I, I my goal, which isn't, but you know, the direction, what's calling from for me for us right now, this project is what if these athletes would know, and therefore I think we could change it become like how do you call it in English, like a resonance, you know, like a guitar that it has the the body that sort of like vibrates and amplifies the sound, you know, something like that. So in, in that respect, that's the current summit, which is not really a summit. Yes, I got two questions. First, what's your team? The Champions League. My team is Inter Milan. Huh? My uh-huh. But I had to say, and then we were after a long time in the, in the semifinal, and we won yesterday. Hey. But, uh, you know, working, working in... Uh, a professional sport now it changes a little bit the the dynamics of being just a supporter versus because I work with a lot of other teams and uh, it changes how you experience the whole kind of industry. So but what's your cool way. what's your edge right now, man? Because um, I mean, you know, in service of climbing to your own personal summit, you know, there's a lot of fake false summits right you think you get to a summit you think you're there and oh look there's the other one right there that we didn't know that existed what is that edge for you can you ask it in another way please yes yes um so okay yeah so remember like when we were at michael neal super coach we talked about the the unknown we talked about stepping into the unknown Right. And so like we always talk about with our clients, we're looking to get to their edge, looking to get to that place where they don't know what the next step will be. They don't know where that is, but they just have a sense, a feel that when they take that next step, it'll be there. I didn't know if there's somewhere like that with you now. I what I'm gonna do after this call. Like so, in your career, oh my fault. No, no, I mean no, but it was. Like, it was I'm serious. It's like the two things. What about the false summits? I don't. The way it was coming, but I get it because that's how we talk, talk about. Jackie's sort of like, oh yeah, I thought it was this, and like, oh my god, actually, I have to climb more. It sounds like I'm hating the climb, and I can't wait to get there. You know, because it's the only reason. Why would I mean you now move to the mountains? You go hiking. You think that the hike is finished, you know, after you know behind that corner, and you realize, ooh, there's more. It, the only reason why that's bad news is if you freaking hate it, <laughs> or you say, yeah, but no, maybe I'm just tired. I want to go home. Cool, you can turn and go home. There's and and, and then the only reason why you wouldn't do that is you think that turning back and go home means that you are a horrible person or a failure or whatever. So I think the uh, like I know I'm off off track temporarily when it feels like that. When it feels I'm acting in service of something, you know, I suffer now for tomorrow's reward, right? That and something happens because it happens. So and when it happens, I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> not not this. So I went for a hike just a couple of days ago with a person, and it was like supposed to be a two and a half three hour hike. I'm looking at the map and I'm like, oh, if we go this way, we haven't been before. Not very much extra added. It ended up adding an extra mile and a half. Um, But at the very um, peak, with the person that I was with, we were coming back and they were ecstatic. I mean, they were like, oh my God, I feel great. This is amazing. Oh, and the moment we took that other route, their energy shifted and changed. And what was fascinating was I get a lot of insights on hikes, bro. And we ended up hiking into a space that had this beautiful view of Denver. We're probably 20, 25 miles away from it. I could see it. And like, I don't recognize what's going on until I walk off. So we walk off, we go around the bend, And I instantly start hearing noise again. And I didn't know how quiet and silent it was where I was sitting at the top of that mountain. So what happened was I go in, 
it's beautiful. I don't say a word. Nothing is said. I just sit down and I don't even notice the silence until I walk off and leave. And it's something about that that you just said where it's like, oh, there's more. There's more fun <laughs> to be had. That really led me to more insights, leads me to finding exactly what you're speaking about is that next step, even though I don't necessarily see it before it's there. So I have to thank you again, bro, because as I've been shifting and molding the podcast, right, recognizing that, like, so I called it climbing the summit originally or it's called climbing the summit and i was thinking about your base camp when you're climbing towards a summit right so if i go climb mount everest i have to, i can climb so high and then i have to come back down you know a little bit about this right i have to come back down i have to reacclimate. i have to be in my base camp and what was important was to talk to people about what it means to be in a base camp and i'm still putting words to it still putting thought to it and what I've what I've done in most of my podcasts previously is helped people to see those synchronicities in their journey for them to climb towards the top. But when you said that if I get to a false summit and I see that thing and I'm like, God, dug it, there's another one. There's potentially, yeah, it's time to go home. <laughs> it's time to pick up and go home. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because at home, you get the opportunity to go back out and see those things that you enjoy, do something different. And I'm just like, wow, bro. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I think it's cool is that the image is super cool, right? The climb, it's, it's cool, especially now living in the mountain, it, it, you do get rewarded. It's gorgeous. You got it up there and it's like, oh my God. But the, the the thing that I always, the only part about the metaphor that I find sometimes misleading is that it does take effort, you know, to climb a mountain. It does take, I do think that we could use this metaphor and say, oh, this is such a perfect metaphor because of the beauty. Yeah, life is like climbing a mountain. Man, it's gorgeous. Every corner, there's a new tree and a thing and a flower and a brand new view and a lake. And if we would talk about like life is like climbing a mountain in that sense, I can see like, oh man, that's a perfect metaphor. But a lot of us hear it as, yeah, life is climbing a mountain because it's hard and it's vertical and it's painful and it takes your breath and, you know, it, you may fall. Yeah, <laughs> like... It, And that probably is a cool way to kind of circle back at the end of our call. And when you were saying, hey, why does it look so easy? It's just, I think it's in the setup. See, if I wake up, and for me, it's like, well, yeah, well, life is a a hard mountain to climb full of potential, like uh, Slavines and things and, and whatever. And like, then... Anything you hear, well, cool, but it's going to be in that cell. And if you see like, hey, you know what? You don't have to make it up like that because it isn't. That changes everything. I don't know if it's making sense, but it kind of occurred to me as you were sharing. Bro, I've, I keep (laughs) feeling the feeling, bro. And that's what I get excited about in these podcasts. Speaking to you, man, it's like, you're one of those people that if I speak to you for any length of time, it's like clarity. And that's because we're meeting in, in a way. It's like we're meeting like in this space of open possibility. And I just love being in this space. That's why, that's why I podcast, right? It's like what you were saying about the climb, about the metaphor. It's like I could even see that in my podcast, right? Where it's like, Two years ago, it's like, okay, I want to be the best podcaster in the world. So what do I need to do? I, I got to get everything in order. Um, and then now, I, I remember when I woke up, bro, and it was like, it's not too long ago. And there's always these wake-ups, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm re the same thing again in a different way. 
but the wake up call was, oh, this is hard. This isn't fun. This I'm not, I'm, I'm doing this for other people. And then the moment I was like, yo, bro, I enjoy being a conversationalist. I love talking to people who get me feeling in a good space. I love the opportunity to almost everybody I know, bro, got some sort of nugget of wisdom, some sort of gem that they can drop. And once I recognized that any and everybody can be our teacher, if we slow down, it changed my life. And earlier today, you said you slowed down from a place of slowing, already being slowed down. Like, is there a feeling to that space? Can you go into what that meant for you? Yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't have words. It's, it's the feeling, as that's you were saying. It's like, it's the same that we felt, that I felt, that you felt now as we talk. And dude, as you say, it's more like, isn't it wonderful what happens when two human beings connect? I didn't come up with us with the metaphor with those stuff. Like it's just, isn't it amazing when we are connected with who we really are and open our mouth and speak and what comes out of it? It's incredible. <laughs> when we get that, those thoughts about what it's what it means or how it's gonna what it's how it's gonna mean it. Yeah, I was talking to a friend, man, and this is another thing that was really powerful just talking even talking to you now is is recognizing that anything that i'm saying anything that i'm doing i'm coming from that space and and there was a time where i didn't believe that i was coming from that space i thought that i was coming from left field i was thought i was coming from somewhere else and the impact of it not just on this podcast but in the places for me that really matter like my family right with my kids it's like, I used to be so angry about, because I thought I needed everything to be my way, right? But then when I started looking at that journey, man, started looking at the hike and noticing they have their own wisdom. They have their own, they have their own like way of being. And if I could just be a support system to that and help them create what they're trying to create versus stifling that versus versus trying to get them to see what I want them to see with the Eiffel Tower view. Um, it's just like, wow, how much more powerful as human beings when we meet in this space and we're both riding that elevator together. So, man, I just... And it, you, 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 you sound pretty good at it. So thank you for having me. Thank you Bro. for having me on the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> so, the elevator of consciousness. <laughs> um so is there any projects you're working on right now man are there is there anything you got going yeah that, that's so my my what the way i call what i do is the easier project which is um what i do with our coaching with our programs and as i was saying you know before we we really are currently you know we do work with united nations with companies whatever but right now we're focused a lot on uh, sports because again, there's a lot of need first, but second, I think we can really light up the world if we show everyone that we can achieve incredible things with love. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that you said that, I, I did wanna, there was a question that I had earlier. You talked about your partnership. I wondered how um, y'all got involved how like what that's like is that how does that help and or hinder um your journey uh, but my my you mean we were business, a business partnership yes yeah well okay so he was a client yeah he was a client uh a few years ago and it basically like after a few months it was like this thing changed his life and he's like you know what uh I want to bring this to the world. So uh, I got really lucky because I found just the perfect person to co-create with. And it's simple because I did the work and in terms of the, the, the coaching sessions. And he's incredible as opening doors and imagining, you know, new directions and bringing. So it's such a cool, uh, there's such a cool complementarity there. And kind of what you were saying with Jason, like we spend, you know, hours exploring, talking, and 
and that enriches us and therefore the people we work with. So it's, uh, no, there were no, the moment I saw again, the trust is a better choice than jobs, tasks. Because initially it was my instinct, you know, like, all right, so, you know, let's uh, make sure that by Friday we have this, this, and this. But nothing wrong with it, but I, the, the moment that I remember we had a conversation, and, and, and what I heard when he was talking to me was like, dude, I got this. I finally heard it. So I could figure like, oh, he, he got this, and I got this, so we're good. You know, I don't need to check and like, and that compared to different business partnerships in all my history of different projects, that was a game changer. When, when it really hurt, dude, I got this. And I believed him. Wow, man. Like, that's, that's the synchronicities, man, right? Like, we fall, like, we're just living our life. We're just doing our thing. And then the right thing, the right person, the right place, the right time, the right whatever shows up and it had nothing to do with what we're doing other than us being who we are and so man what is it like last but not least what is it like working with sports athletes versus uh, musicians last time around right yeah yeah so is that we it's not obviously an ex exclusive thing like we do work which i think is super cool because i work with uh, CEOs or students or creative people, artists, and, they, and we're just in our own outreach going way more in that direction because it's calling us. And, and I say it because one of the most recent things that I came to see working with professional athletes, uh, Olympic athletes, or, you know, really like, was like, oh, it's the same. <laughs> And it sounds weird, but like, I swear, like, obviously at some level I knew it because if I thought it was super different, I wouldn't have gone there because I, you know, I know I can help these people or whatever. But at some level, it still seemed like, yeah, now let's take this and let's, and let's bring it into sport. Kind of like it was, it's a different thing. And this for one and a half, almost three, like very, like only the last few months, I'm really like, as I speak with a head coach and you see what they're sharing and what's happening to them. You're like, oh, it's like, oh, it, it, it's this, it's just that they do a different job. Yeah. Like it's really, that's the only thing I can tell you that's different is their profession. So it's as different as talking with a professor and with a, Creative director. So that that's uh, that's the thing. But I, I, because this is a cool answer, yeah, we're all the same, which is true. But I give you also one that is more you know interesting. It's since I oh god, like we went a couple of weeks ago to Tuscany where we have like a few people we work with and we had a project there. And among you know we were we work also with like. A, the top team there, and we started recently. And I was talking with the, um, with the coach. We had, I think, two sessions, okay, to that point. And, and they come to me, and I'm like, okay, great. So, what would be great? What, what, what would be great today? What do we want to talk about? And 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 they are like, uh, well, uh, there's this big game, and it's so hard because this is like a super strong team, and I don't know, I need new answers, I need solutions because this is not where. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, like that. Uh, and, you know, I, I listen and in a nutshell, because obviously it was a one hour something conversation, but really in a nutshell, she was saying, I have this game and I don't know how to prepare a game. By the end of our conversation, she saw the difference between preparing a game, which you can't win because it's made up, and preparing a game, which is their job. Man, this 
the game went like they made history, like they, they got a result that just never happened in the stadium before, something crazy. And they were confirming like, oh, I can see the link from that conversation. So what I'm going to add to what's different with us is that I, I, I know it was with my business partner the, the following week of dinner. And we're saying, oh, we may have underestimated this. Because, because we were like, oh my, even in terms of results, we spoke twice with this person and look at this in a very tangible result of the game kind of way. So what's different with that is it's so cool because you can get a deeper glimpse of how powerful it truly is when we show up as ourselves. Man, thank you for, that's like the fifth or sixth time I've went into the space of, I got to see the possibility in my own world, in my own life. Because I've, when I reflect on what you're saying, I can hear the truth that shines in my own life. That this isn't something that's portable. That what you're saying about, you know, they just have a different job. They just, they're humans. And we as humans, we get caught up thinking that we got things going on and they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it cool we are made to notice once we kind of are pointed in that direction? That's the coolest bit of it all, man. It's that none of us are broken. None of us are, none of us are flawed. We don't need somebody to come fix us. But if somebody can help us in any way be realigned with what is true in our own wisdom. I think, like you said, man, each and every one of us has the potential to like do things that we just didn't think were possible. And the fact that you're showing up in the sports space and, and yeah, I get it. Like it's just sports, but at the same time, they, their outreach Cause the, like one, like what, Christian, what is it, Ronaldo? What's his name? Ronaldo. What's yeah, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Yes, like that guy. Like if you sat down and spoke with him, and y'all had a great conversation, his game changed. He goes out and he speaks about whatever that is. Millions of people's lives are impacted off of that one conversation, and I see that power. Um, because I you. There's another person. We we surrounded with these people, man. And somebody is working with a green party over in Europe um, because they they believe that if these people, if that party, those people, if they come alive, there's a different opportunity for the country to move in the direction that that person specifically is hoping that the country as a whole can move. And I just know so many people who are working with these industries and it's not even they're working with these industries so that they can do like so that the the message gets out to the next person you, you're just doing it because a it's who you are but b that person sitting in front of you is able to do what they need to do step outside of their own head and do what they need to do that's that's what it means to climb towards your own personal summit so nico i appreciate you being here my guy thank you so much thank you you have any closing words? I feel recharged. Thank you so much. You're such a wonderful like space holder. So. <laughs> we all have our little gifts. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, much love. Spend the time with the and family. Dude, Enjoy it. Best of luck with this new adventure. You're 10 days into it. I love it. I love it. And I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs>